Well, from Peter Ty, let's catch up with her, the man that will be selling this uh, daughter of Winks. I speak of uh, the boss of England, Sebastian Hutch. Sebastian, good morning to you. I appreciate your time this morning because they tell, they're telling me you're playing golf like Greg Norman for the England's Golf Day. Good morning, mate. Morning, Gareth. There isn't much in common between between me and Greg Norman on the golf course. So um, I'm better I'm better talking about bloodstock than I am hitting a golf ball. And your time involved in in the bloodstock game, and especially your time involved at Inglis, how big of a moment is this for for your organisation? And I guess for a horse going through a sales ring, I can't I can't remember a time where I think there'll be a bigger build up to a horse being sold. Uh, it's a massive compliment to our business and a huge opportunity for Inglis. I mean, we've built up a good rapport with the ownership group. And um, I think that was probably an important part in them having the confidence to to sell a, what is a hugely important filly with us. I, I, think the, I think the significance of the filly is best illustrated by examining, uh, you know, recent history of the best bloodstock right around the world. And horses like this just horses with these sort of credentials just don't come up for auction very often, if ever. You know, it's not it's probably not unusual for a good colt out of a out of a very good race mare to be offered for sale. You know, the Saratoga yearling sale in New York in August, there was a colt out of a champion race mare, not quite an American version of Winx, but not far off it that made four million and topped the sale and be the most expensive yearling sold in America this year. But Phillies out of mares like this just rarely, if ever, get sold. And I think that's why it's such a particularly exciting opportunity. We just had a chat to Peter Ty, but I want your insight because you just mentioned it. Like, I think Peter Walsh is a perfect example. Like, he's he's got the, the he's been breeding the, the, the fool to Amelia's jewel for a little while now, going back to Sione. But he sells the Colts, but he keeps the Phillies. Um so how did you get the? How did you talk the 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 ownership group to to sell a filly? You could nearly understand if they sold a colt, but to sell to sell a filly, I think, is remarkable. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say that the English was involved in the decision to sell. I mean, we were asked to put forward uh, a proposal as to yeah. what we would do or how the process would work if she was to sell with English, and you know, we we went through that fairly comprehensively and worked through a lot of specific details and look to try and cover off all the bases as to how the process would work. Um, I'm obviously reasonably familiar with the horse itself. And so it was, it was easy to, um, it was easy to work through the logistics from the perspective of the horse itself. And then obviously the mechanics of the sale, et cetera. Um, look, I mean, I, like ultimately the ownership group want to try and share this experience with other people or have other people experience the joy that or potentially experience the joy that Winx brought to them. I think that's a very honorable thing to do. I mean, racing a horse like Winx would have been an incredible experience and a huge undertaking for them. You know, that horse became not, you know, it, it obviously owned by three groups or three entities, but effectively became the Australian public's horse. Yeah. Those people committed a huge amount of time to promoting the sport through Winks, which I think is to their eternal credit. And offering it really like this is another huge, huge opportunity for the Australian bloodstock industry. You know, it's something that is an important feature of the promotion of the Australian bloodstock industry around the world. The Australian breeders traditionally offer their best stock to market for sale. That gives people confidence in the market. 
knowing that they have access to the very best stock and no better illustration of that than uh, this filly out of Winks being offered for public auction. I was thinking about it last night and I knew I was having a chat to yourself and Peter and I was thinking, who's going to buy this this filly um, by Piero? Because she's obviously being looked at, looked after at the moment by Coolmore, so she'll be in the Coolmore draft for, for Easter. So will it be a big farm like that? Will Mr. Zhang just say, I'm not going to get beat on this, this, this filly. She's coming home with me. And I was even thinking and I was dreaming and I, this is probably impossible, but you can dream, can't you, Sebastian? Like a, a syndicate got together with a group of Australians and some battlers, like a My Racehorse type of setup, and they purchased her. Because, because it's unprecedented, you know, horse of this quality, certainly affiliate of this quality being offered for sale, you know, you, you can draw you can draw inferences from what certain people have done in the past as to what they might do here, but I think what's exciting about this is the capacity to not just appeal to existing participants, but appeal to people who may have been participants in the past but been dormant for a while, or appeal to new participants domestically or internationally. I think this is the sort of horse's capacity to appeal to major bloodstock investors, not just in Australia, but right around the world. And certainly we'll be promoting this horse accordingly. And it's probably just at the right time. They are smart, these group of owners, and you're a very smart customer as well. On Friday, you saw Winx's half by I'm Invincible Bolt Home and Peter Moody saying that she's quite special herself. So it is some family as well. Yeah, it's lovely pedigree. I mean, I'd like to say that Winx's half-sister winning on Friday was <laughs> part of the plan. But <laughs> that, was, that was an unexpected benefit. Um, it was Winx's birthday last Thursday. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the half sister wins on Friday, and maybe announced it on Sunday night. But it's these pedigrees are probably best described as gifts that keep on giving. Um, obviously, Vegas Showgirl is managed by one of the very best breeders in Australia, and John Camilleri. Um, she's been given. I mean, she's done an excellent job as a broodmare independent of Winks. She's bred very smart horse by Snitzel called uh, El Divino. He was probably a bit unlucky to not have a more um, successful race record than what he ended up with. But he was a very talented horse. Uh, this three-year-old looks a very smart filly. It's unusual to hear Peter Moody so bullish about one pre and post race. Obviously, looks like a black type filly in the making. It's just going to get better and better and better, this pedigree. So however it looks today, it's going to look better in 5, 10, 20 years' time. And I think that's, again, another part of the exciting opportunity for whoever chooses to invest in her. We're having a chat about this yesterday as well, and I've, you're the man that can help us, and I apologise if you're about to putt for birdie, and I'm putting you on the spot here. But champion mares that have produced champion horses, can you think of the last one that's been able to do that? Uh, yeah, I mean, you only, have to look at you only have to look at the racing scene in America at the moment. There's a two-year-old filly in America called Tamara. Yes. Uh, I think it was her second start. She's a bold oral filly out of Beholder. Yeah, Beholder, who incidentally brought that four million dollar colt at Saratoga. I think Beholder won nine Group Ones, so like only uh, what is that? That's sixteen short of what Winks won. Uh, but she was a fantastic race filly in the states. And I, I, if I was having a bet, I'd be betting on Tamara being champion two year old filly in the US. Uh, I, I think I think a filly that probably bears some sort of comparison to Winks is Ouija Board. 
Yes. I mean, Ouija board is an incredible race, Mayor. We raced around the world with, I mean, just about every jurisdiction you can imagine with extraordinary success, just incredibly tough, tenacious and talented. And she went and bred a champion three-year-old colt in Australia. I mean, there, there are loads of examples of it. And obviously because these fantastic race mares uh, are very much in the a public eye, their record gets scrutinized more than any other sort of mare. But I know if I was starting off as a breeder and I was given the opportunity to start off with any mare, uh, I, I could say with a fair degree of certainty is wings would be top of the list of what I'd like to be starting with. So this is, um, this is a fantastic opportunity. I, I think the other thing is that just she was bred to be a racehorse, this filly. Yeah. You know, the, obviously, Piero is a fantastic stallion, and ultimately the objective was to try and breed a, a filly that could be a thousand guineas or flight stakes type filly as a three-year-old, you know, potentially a... I mean, you don't want to say ridiculous things that she could be a cosplay filly, but something that could mature into being a top-class filly in the same distance range as Winks. And Piero's obviously proven himself to have the ability to produce those kind of horses and no better no better canvas to be starting with than Winks. Yeah, it's so exciting, mate. We can't wait to see what happens um, at Easter. And I was thinking even a horse like a Yankee Rose, which he's been able to to produce. She was third to Winks, of course, in that Cox Plate is a three-year-old filly and she might have produced at the moment, who knows, the best horse in the world or one of them anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean she's been, I mean, you, you could, I mean, if you're, I mean, it probably should be something that I do over the next few weeks to sit down and work through the record of some of these fantastic mares, but you can pick through them and they're what you want to be starting with. Yep. I think they're the they're the they're the perfect foundation. You know, hopefully, Winks can hopefully Winks can be a mare that goes on to produce a, a talented racehorse, be it this filly or another one, and help to grow the grow this tremendous Ooh. record that she has and this reputation she has even further. We're having a laugh. Yesterday as well, as I let you go, mate, um, last year we were at the Easter sales and we had so much fun and we were looking for, we were learning the caper and we were talking to a few of the farms, as you well know, and um, Lindsay Park and the team got together and we were able to, to lease a horse that got passed in, a done deal filly, and we're having so much fun with the Giddy Up Syndicate. We syndicated her within like three or four minutes because we all walked away thinking, we told everybody that we've got a horse from the Easter sales, around 400,000. Anyway, so we're thinking if this, <laughs> this daughter of Wings gets passed in, we might put our hand up to Lisa. <laughs> we'll see how we, we'll see you, how we go, yeah. but I don't think it'll be happening. <laughs> as as you, as you come to learn at an yeah. auction, Gareth, fortune favors the brave. Yes, we might put our hand up, mate. You'll give us ninety days. Is that okay? We'll see. We'll see what we can do. Well, we've always we've always been very accommodating. Yes. We've always been very understanding. Yeah. Hey, mate, well done. It's going to be a lot of fun all over the news. It's been great, a great coverage for the sport of thoroughbred racing. It's um, She continues to transcend the sport, and um, the way that Inglis have handled it has been exceptional. So we appreciate your time and giddy up, and good luck on the golf course. Who's the best bloodstock agent? We know our man, Guy Molcaster. He wouldn't have the patience to be a good golfer. Who's the best at the Inglis golf um, tournament today, golf day. Guy, Guy talks a very good game. Oh, does he? Guy talks a very good game. Yeah. So, look, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to slander his reputation. He's a good golfer, and I wouldn't like to be, I wouldn't like to be taking him on on the golf course today. Okay. What about James Cummings? He's always talking up his game. Is the driver with him today, or is it just? Yeah, he'd be, he'd be, he's, he's a busy man. He's a busy man. I don't know when he finds the time to hit them, but I, <laughs> I've been told that he hits them well when he does hit them. 
All right, then I'm looking forward to a report. You're joining us on the Wednesdays um, podcast that we dropped, Breeding Bloodstock and Bandits. So I'm looking forward to a report on the golf game, who, who performs the best as well. I'll be embellishing whatever I can. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that, Sebastian. We appreciate your time here on Giddy Up. Thanks, Gareth. Appreciate it. Sebastian Hutch, of course, uh, the chief executive of Inglis. And what about that? The champion mayor, the greatest nearly of all time. She, you can argue that she's, she was greater than Farla, but definitely in the 21st century, she will be producing her first foal, a daughter of Piero, at the Inglis sale. So you can actually go and buy a daughter of Winx. How good is that? We'll take a quick break. It's giddy up on this Wednesday morning. We'll be back with plenty more.